Welcome to the Hypnosis Near Me podcast. My name is Xanadu Artemis. I am a certified hypnotherapist and rapid transformational therapy practitioner. Thank you for joining me. This is episode number four of the five-part series on self-hypnosis. I have to say, I am impressed. Very impressed. So many of you have stuck it out. And you're seeing wonderful results. Bravo, bravo indeed. Some of you are mixing and matching. Sort of like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. You're really just showing toots. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> just keep at it. There are no rules in self-hypnosis. Once you understand the principles, you can create your own techniques, follow techniques that are out there, take techniques from this series a la carte, whatever works for you. Everybody's different. No two minds are alike. In this episode, we will be covering one more induction technique right before cruising into deepeners. It's one thing to get yourself into a trance and quite another to go deeper, deeper, and deeper still. Now, mind you, depth of trance is not that important. You can still have a very wonderful self-hypnosis or auto-hypnosis experience being in a light trance, but it just feels good. <laughs> That's the truth. Deep trance feels so good. While you are in that wonderful altered state, you will find that you can access a treasure trove of resources. And you know what you can do with these resources? <laughs> oh boy. Profound change. Whatever you can imagine, you can have. Unlock your creativity. Gain self-control. Enhance all sorts of abilities. Athletics, academics, business sense. These are resources that are deeply embedded within your subconscious mind. And auto-hypnosis, or self-hypnosis, however you want to call it, is the key to accessing these inner resources. But it's not going to happen overnight, folks. No, no, no. You have to practice, practice, practice. So let's get started right now. Guided imagery, also known as visualization. Guided imagery involves using your imagination to create vivid mental images that will help you to relax your mind and your body. This technique has been used for thousands of years in different cultures and traditions, including shamanism, yoga, and various forms of meditation. In recent years, scientific research has been done to investigate the power of guided imagery and its effects on brain function, physical well-being, and emotional states. Visualization can help you understand complex ideas, develop new insights, and solve problems. Scientific research on visualization has shown that it can have a significant impact on cognitive and emotional processes. Visualization involves the activation of the visual cortex, that is, the part of the brain responsible for processing visual information. When we visualize something, our brain creates a mental image that is similar to the experience of actually seeing it. It is a technique that involves creating mental images that evoke feelings of relaxation, peace, 
and well-being. The images that you choose can be anything from a beautiful beach to a peaceful garden or a calming forest. The idea is to create mental images that will allow you to relax your mind and focus on positive thoughts and good feelings. The power of guided imagery lies in its ability to stimulate the imagination and evoke strong emotions. Notice the images that you create in your mind form a blueprint for your reality. Thoughts become feelings. Feelings influence your behaviors. Your behaviors lead to actions and your actions become your reality. The only thing you have any control over are your thoughts. So make sure the pictures you create in your mind and the words you say to yourself are positive and conducive to your desires. Guided imagery doesn't require you to have highly developed visualization abilities. You can always just imagine. Everyone has the ability to imagine. However, if you want to develop your visualization abilities, it just takes a little bit of practice. The following exercise will help you enhance your visualization abilities. Take an object. It can be any object that you want, a piece of jewelry, coin, something, something that you're, you're familiar, familiar with. with. Now take that object and I, and I want you to just look at it very carefully, observing observe every single detail. detail. And as you observe every detail, take into consideration its size, Everything. the way it feels in your hand, it, maybe it has a certain it, scent, it. does it have grooves, is it curved, is it sharp? Texture, texture, the color, color, everything, every single every detail. detail. Take every it in, take detail. it into your mind's eye. You have a photograph if it's something with two sides, flip it over, look at the other side, touch, touch it with it, your fingertips, it. smell it. If it makes listen a noise, to listen to it. You want to use all use of your, all senses, your senses, all of them. Invoke the third eye. Now imagine that Burn image, that object, the details of that object, every part of it being permanently seared into Green your it. memory. Visualize what that would look like. If mind. you can take a memory, if you can take an object and just burn it into your memory, sear it into your subconscious mind forever. I'm going to remain silent while you practice doing it right now. Very good. Now, the next part of the exercise involves you accessing that memory. So go ahead and close your eyes and imagine that object in the distance of your mind's eye and it's floating there. Now imagine that object coming closer and closer to you. It can be as slow or as fast as you want it to be. But as that object is moving closer to you, you are noticing every single detail of it, getting closer and closer closer and closer until it no longer is in your mind's eye. It's as if it's floating directly in front of you, as if it has pierced some sort of unseen veil of reality and it is there now floating directly in front of you. Turn it around, rotate it, flip it. If you do this frequently and consistently, you will develop phenomenal visualization skills. Getting back to guided imagery, I want everybody to understand that guided imagery does not have to involve any sort of intricate storyline. It doesn't have to be like a movie playing out in your mind at the beginning, middle and end. No, it can be something as simple as you completing a task. I, for example, recommend guided imagery to 
clients that are dealing with uh, procrastination. One of the simplest exercises I give is getting up in the morning and making their bed. I ask them to do this before they get out of bed. And so for one minute, just one minute, they imagine themselves getting out of bed, making their bed, fluffing out the pillows, dusting off the linen, however it is that they choose to make their bed, and really enjoying it. This brings forth a sense of accomplishment and coupled with the auto-suggestion, which varies from client to client, can be extremely powerful. Now I know not everybody enjoys making their bed, but here's the thing. The mind does not know the difference between what you're imagining and the reality. Let's take the lemon test, for example. Let's do it right now. Close your eyes and imagine a bright yellow lemon sliced in half. It's so juicy. You squeeze it. Now sink your teeth into it. Is your mouth watering yet? I bet it is. That is because the brain doesn't know the difference between what you imagined and what is actually happening. Armed with this knowledge, why wouldn't you put positive images in your mind. And remember, guided imagery, self-hypnosis, all of these exercises, you can do them on your own time. You decide how much time you want to devote to developing your self-hypnosis skills. You are in total control. And so there it is, guided imagery, also known as visualization. Deepeners, I'm going to start with my favorite one, my favorite technique. It is a deepener that I use for myself often. I like it because it reminds me of a pleasant part of my childhood. I didn't have a perfect childhood, but it was that one point where it was just perfect. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was very brief. Anyway, this deepener takes me there. I don't know if it's the smell or the texture of the crayons. It's what has to do with crayons. You know, the big 64 box crayons. I got a box as a gift one time. I think it was my birthday or some holiday. Hanukkah maybe? I don't remember. I got this big box of crayons, the 64, and I remember opening it and that smell just hit my nose. And then the texture of those shiny crayons still stays with me. So when I learned this technique from Joe Burns, I immediately latched onto it. I connected with it. I resonated with it, as people say. Joe Burns is an amazing hypnotherapist in Los Angeles, California. If you don't know who he is, seek him out. He is one of my favorite hypnotherapists in the whole world, and I hope to have him on the show one day. I have modified this technique a bit. I've adapted it. I usually adapt techniques uh, to, to suit me, and you can do that as well. You will find that you, you can also modify these techniques and make them your own. The more you modify them to adapt to your own model of the world, the more effective they will be. So here it is, the 64 box crayon technique, modified slightly, but taught to me by the great 
Joe Burns, hypnotherapist out of Los Angeles, California. Thank you, Joe. Imagine before you, there's a great big wall. Maybe it has a giant piece of paper on it all the way down, one edge of the room to the other, clean slate. Now, to the left of you, there is a small table. And on that table, there is a box of 64 crayons. Now, you remember which set of 64 crayons I'm talking about. Most of us in our childhood coveted that, <laughs> that box of 64 crayons. So that box is closed and you decide that you want to open that box. The color palette can be anything you want. It can be metallics, neons, pastels. It's your choice. It's up to you. And when you open that box, it is going to be your own color palette. So the box is waiting for you. Go ahead and open it. Open Good. the box. Perfectly sharp crayons. And your eyes scan those beautiful colors. They are your own colors. Now run your fingertips on top of those sharp, waxy crayons. Feel that on your fingertips. As the smell of wax rises up to tickle your nose. Experience that for a moment. Now you can only select two colors. And you're gonna take one in your dominant hand and one in your non-dominant hand. Go ahead and imagine yourself, picture yourself doing that right now. Feel that. Feel your fingers digging in there and pulling out those crayons. Perfect, sharp, fresh, waxy crayons. Two beautiful colors in your hands. And this great big wall is just perfect. It's a perfectly smooth surface. It's ready to accept the crayons. Now we're gonna use numbers because the brain loves numbers. And it is a great way to deepen yourself. And you will be visualizing yourself, imagining yourself, picturing yourself, writing numbers with both hands at the same time. With the dominant hand, you're going to start with the number 100 and work your way backwards. With your non-dominant hand, you will start with one and work your way forward. You can do it. <laughs> Some people like to actually mimic the movement, the gesture with their hands while in trance, and that's perfectly fine. 
Each time that you write a number, you are going to go deeper and deeper into trance. With your dominant hand, 100. Non-dominant hand, 1. At the same time, imagine yourself, visualize yourself doing this, or actually move your arms. It doesn't have to be perfect. It might take a little bit of effort. Dominant hand, 99. Non-dominant hand, 2. 98, 3. 97, 4. At the same time, Five. 96, 95, Six. 94, Eight. 93, Nine. 92, 91 and just keep going when you reach the number 80 you may begin to notice that the numbers are beginning to beginning to vanish and that's perfectly fine go ahead and allow that to happen let them begin fading away just the same way those useless thoughts, they disappear from your mind. They too begin to fade away like the numbers. And just allow that to happen. And as that last number vanishes, you can just allow yourself to drop even further into a wonderful deep hypnotic trance. It's a delightful feeling. It's a wonderful feeling. And at this point you can go ahead and perhaps give yourself a suggestion or two. You don't have to. You can just stay there with no inner dialogue, no inner chatter, perhaps listening to to your breath or focusing on your breath and just allowing the unconscious mind to search those inner resources it knows far more than you do and it does know exactly what it needs to do you just have to trust your unconscious mind so there you have it the 64 crayon deepening technique as taught to me by Joe Burns out of Los Angeles, California. I mixed it up a bit, of course, modified it quite a lot. And you'll do that. You'll find yourself making these techniques your own. And that's perfectly fine. The more you make it your own, the more effective these techniques will be for you. And it looks like we are out of time. 
This wraps episode number four of the five-part series on self-hypnosis. In the next episode, we're going to have a lot of fun. I, I want to have a lot of fun with the final episode. We've all been incredibly busy with the regular podcast or getting it all organized. I'll tell you about that in a minute. We've been putting a lot of work into building our social media profiles. We're not a big team. We're small, but we're efficient. And so I want to invite you guys to please follow our social media profiles, whatever it is that you prefer, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're going to be launching Rumble pretty soon, I believe. So go ahead and join, subscribe, like, and share the content. We have some really great content and we're going to be creating a lot more content as we move forward. We're just trying to prioritize everything right now because the Hypnosis Near Me project is it's quite a massive project. We are really bringing hypnosis to the world in a, in a whole new way. And I know that we're going to help a lot of people. And I know that what we're doing, it's, it, it's a huge challenge, but it's necessary. We're bringing hypnosis or hypnotherapy to the forefront of well-being and mental health. I mean, we have a, a massive mental health crisis. And hypnosis can help. It can, it can fill the gap. In many ways, it's a, it's a viable treatment for many of the conditions that people are suffering from. So I hope you will join me. The regular podcast will feature guests, uh, accomplished hypnotherapists from all over the world. And I think a lot of people are going to be very surprised. Very, very surprised. So I hope you'll join us and tune in to the regular podcast. If you would like to book a session with me, just go ahead and visit the website and tap on book session and complete the process. And simply on the notes, write down my name and my booking agent will squeeze you in. All right. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Keep up the good work, keep practicing, and I will see you guys on the next episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Next episode, episode five, wrapping it up. Until then, stay tuned.